0: Welcome to Uncommon Intuition. I'm your host Christy Hansel. Where are my fellow empaths at? I know that you've experienced some of the same things that I've experienced. One of my favorite stories that I have as an empath has to do with going to a new job and being around new people and just recently learning energy healing so i was really getting into this intuition and medical intuition and i was testing it i wanted to experiment with it and i remember standing in the break room one day and to the right of me there was this big verbose gentleman he uh, had a big big personality and he was standing there normal like everybody else just standing around talking And I couldn't help but feel like all of a sudden the sharp pain in my right hip. I don't normally have pain in my right hip. And it was unusual. And so I remember kind of looking around the room, scanning, you know, the people that were there. I was like, oh, okay, there's, there's Josh over there. And there's Mary there. Okay, yeah. And then I just honed in on Charlie. And there he was standing there completely oblivious that I was scanning him and trying to pick up on him. And I said to him, hey Charlie, I have a question. Is your hip hurting you right now? Specifically, your right hip. And Charlie kind of whipped his head around and looked at me and he was like, yeah, how did you know that? I've been having pain with that hip for the last week. My doctor can't figure out what's going on. And I said, oh, I just, it was just a hunch. And as soon as I had recognized who it came from, that pain that I was feeling in my right hip had left. It was as if God, universe, the divine intuition wanted me to know that someone near me was in pain and was suffering. And I could possibly alleviate it if given the opportunity. But I wasn't given the opportunity and I certainly wasn't volunteering for that opportunity. I know many of you are struggling being an empath and distinguishing yourself from someone else's energy. And one of our listeners, Chelsea, had a question about this exact thing. I'll let Chelsea ask the question in her own words. Hey Christy, my name's Chelsea and What are some tools um, that empaths can use to distinguish between what we are feeling of our own self or our own feelings, or if it's someone that we're living with, or that someone that we talk to all the time or see all the time? And is there anything that we can do, like to protect ourselves in public, crowded areas, like from? feeling overwhelmed and wanting to leave, to be able to, like, enjoy time with our friends without not really feeling like you want to be there because you're feeling everything at one time. What a great question, Chelsea, and it's one I get from my fellow empaths a lot. How did you learn to distinguish your energy from someone else's energy? I wish there was a simple answer for this, but it really took a lot of time, a lot of trial, a lot of error. But what I have found was mindfulness, discernment, and inquiry. Being mindful about how you are, who you are, what you're doing, how you're feeling that day, and then being able to discern, hold on a second, this doesn't feel like what I, I walked into this room with what I woke up with. This doesn't feel like what I was feeling earlier in the day. Something's changed. And then inquiring, well, what has changed? Am I hungry? Am I tired? Um, Is there anything going on with me personally? No. Is there any reason for me to be feeling this emotion right now? No. If you can ask those questions, it just takes a moment of pause to realize when something has changed, Why has it changed? Check in with yourself. Why has it changed? And if you can't own any of those bits, it's probably because you're picking up on someone else's energy. Sometimes just recognizing that it's someone else's energy and saying, oh, this isn't mine. I'm gonna give that back to you. You know, return to sender, if you will. Sometimes that's all you need to do in order to get that energy out of your energy field. But this is harder to do when you're new and just trying to discover this. So the things that I started doing was taking care of my body first, meaning make sure I get enough sleep, I've ate, I've hydrated, and my body is at optimum prime levels so I'm not gonna get even more drained when I go out and I'm around people because if I'm gonna get more drained, I need to have my tank completely full. I can't go out there on empty. It's not gonna work. It's gonna end badly for me. So I learned to do a few things. You know, I wanna protect myself ahead of time. I know I'm gonna be around people, so I wanna do that protection ahead of time. Then I wanna be mindful when I'm with people. And then afterwards, I wanna take care of myself afterwards. So there are a few things that I do. To take care of myself ahead of time, I try to boost my aura. I do this as a visualization technique. Um, You can do it by deep breathing, you can do it by doing grounding work or doing the energy bubble technique that I'm about to talk about. That visualization of putting yourself in kind of like an egg or a dome or a bubble and then filling that bubble with a color such as gold, white, or purple light And as long as you can feel that bubble up from the toes to your knees, to your hips, to your chest, to your shoulders, head, all of it, if you can fill it up, then your aura is strengthened. The other technique that I do is to protect them from me. (laughs) I put them in a translucent purple box, just slide it right on over top of them and keep them in a self-contained box. I also wore hematite a lot. This really helped prevent negative energy, that draining energy from really penetrating through and getting to me. And then when I was with them, I was mindful. Whenever I started feeling heightened energy, meaning all of a sudden I'm having extreme emotions. I'm either angry or I'm extremely happy or I'm extremely sad. I just feel like something is different. I'm not at neutral anymore, I'm on hyperdrive. Then I would say, ah, return to sender. Uh, This is not mine, thank you for showing it to me, and now I'm gonna return it to you. I don't need this, I see it, I recognize it, thank you for showing it to me, it's not mine. Even say a little prayer for the person. Ask your angels to help them out. And then afterwards, I would do, Epsom salt baths, dry brushing, meditation. Or I would use an energy booster crystal such as carnelian to kind of pick me up a little bit before going back to neutral. So as an empath, it really does come down to how well you know yourself and how well you can start asking those questions and differentiating between, you know, is this mine, is it someone else's? It takes time, it takes practice. I'm not an expert at it myself, but we'll get there. And remember, there's always a reason why you're picking up on it because empaths are actually natural healers. And so the universe is trying to say, hey, over here, there's a problem, we need your help. And you can say back to the universe, thank you. I'm not open for business right now. I hope this helps. episode's card reading is going to be with the Angel Therapy Oracle card deck by Doreen Virtue. I've pulled three cards. The first card is Law of Attraction. Normally, I don't read the written messages that are on the card, but I think today I will. This card says relationships and activities that you once enjoyed are now changing as you become more sensitive and aware of energies. The imagery on this card really brings another meaning to it. I have an angel that's sitting on what appears to be the ocean floor. There's coral in the background and fish in front of her, and yet her wings are spread wide open. What a strange place, an angel with wings that should be in the sky, down in the depths of the ocean. Are you feeling out of place and out of sorts? Is this change that has occurred made you feel uncomfortable and not at ease if this is something that you're currently experiencing don't worry this is all part of the plan it's part that you didn't see coming and didn't expect but it's going to take you where you need to go now the second card is twin flame and i get asked a lot on my lives on TikTok about Twin Flames, and I have a different approach to them than most, but let me go ahead and read what's on the bottom of this card. It says, the answer to your question involves a spiritually-based romantic relationship. On the card, it has Archangel Michael carrying away this red-headed woman up and away and into the clouds. Now, Twin Flames, my view on it, It is a karmatic relationship that is meant to speed you to these karmatic remedies so that you can get on to the next level that you're supposed to be on. Now twin flame relationships are not easy and they don't always end well. You know you get together and there's puppy love and this amazing bonding experience that soon turns into on again off again and bickering and then leaving, and separation. And then some form of chase happens. Come back, we're not through, and no closure. Now, sometimes with twin flames, there is this, you know, reuniting that occurs, and then things are happily ever after. But that's very rare, because they are chromatic relationships, and they are meant to make you learn the lessons faster and speed you to this higher energy so that the next lifetime, these things are already resolved and you don't have to keep repeating the same patterns. So what patterns are you repeating in your life that you need to break free from? The third card is Goddess. Express your divine feminine energy, embracing its magical intuition and nurturing qualities. Now on this card, I see like Viking ships. There's an angel sitting on the bow of one ship playing a violin. Another angel on another boat that's sitting there with her head down and taking a rest. So with this card, I wonder, have you had too much of the masculine an aggressive type energy and is it time to kind of settle in and embrace feminine energy and like it said the nurturing and intuition and trusting yourself again I hope these cards bring you some peace please As we prepare for our meditation, we let our body find a relaxed state. Our muscles are no longer contracted, but they are resting and stretched. We take a deep breath, we close our eyes, we let our mind wander, and as we take yet another inhale, we become ready. I am relaxed and calm. I'm letting go of my worries and fears. My mind is slowing down. I am breathing slowly and deeply, filling myself with calmness. I am centered and I am quiet. My muscles are relaxed and my thoughts are calming. I have released my concerns with every exhale. I've become calm and at ease, so let it be.